Three, two, one, clap is what we're going <laughs> to... Yes. Three, two, one, clap. That was good. I think so. All right. And background sounds of cars and people sitting at a bench. Let's start talking. Hey, Dylan, how old are we again? I forgot. Right now, in this present moment, we are 15. Being 15 sure is great, huh? Yeah, I sure do enjoy being 15. Just two 15-year-olds here, sitting on a bench, being 15. Man walks up. You boys see that car over there? What, that, that car right there? The Fiat? Yes. Yeah, what, what about it? That is kind of car you can fit in back pocket. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, boys. Yeah, uh, that was weird. Yeah, I'll say. Alright, name of a podcast. Think, Jake, think. Um. Ooh, um. What about Big Cat and the Snake? You know, like, uh, our two, like, kind of like nicknames back playing baseball. Yeah, I like that. Only problem, though, is that there's already a big cat in the podcast world, so... Oh my god, you're just totally right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, here's an idea. What about what about that time when we were 15 and that, that old guy randomly came up talking to us about a Fiat? Oh, back pocket guy? Yeah, yeah. What, what about that? Oh, we, we call the podcast back pocket? Yeah. Do you think people would get it? Hmm... I, I don't know. It's not, I don't know that they really need to get it. It's more just a, a unique name, you know? Who knows? Maybe it helps us stand out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then we could do some sort of opening skit where we recreate that moment and use some natural sounds in the background and just, you know, make a skit out of it. All right, yeah, hell yeah. No, that could actually be pretty good. Um, I guess next thing that was like, whoa... What would the podcast even be about? Yeah, I don't I don't know if it needs a centralized theme or anything. I'm I'm sure we could just get away with you know a few recurring topics and then just talk about a couple things we like here and there and call it a podcast. Alright, I'm on board. I'm down, let's do it. Yeah, so I guess all we really need now is some sort of intro music, right? Yeah. You know what? Hold on, give me a sec. Click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. How about we try using this? Back Pocket, a podcast by Jake and Dylan. So, I guess definitely a formal welcome to whoever is listening to this, to the soon-to-be greatest podcast ever made. can only hope. I am Jake. I'm Dylan. <laughs> Hi, Dylan. Hi. And uh, I guess we thought we would take the time, uh, this first one, to go back to the uh, the origins of this beautiful friendship that is me and Dylan. Sure. Why not? Jake and I have been friends since seventh grade, and I'd say 
one of the big moments was freshman year. Like this is the moment that you know, like this is my, this is my friend. He's looking out for me. Is back to school shopping day before, day before first day of high school. I buy a brand new Ruka backpack at Tilly's, which then comes with, with the purchase, you get a free Young and Reckless wristband. To which I remember Jeez. seeing it and thinking, "Well, this is me. This is high school. This is who I'm, I'm going to reinvent to be. myself." Time to reinvent myself. And first day, I show up. I'm wearing my Young and Reckless wristband. Our first class. It's you, me, and Brandon, the three of us together, sitting in the bleachers for PE. Fantastic class, by the way. Yeah, same class you broke your tailbone in. And within three minutes, I just remember Jake looks down, sees my wrist, and goes, fucking take that off. Take that shit off. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, because I, I wasn't confident in it either. That was that was the worst part. Is like I remember when I got it, I was like, this is not me, but I think it's time for a change. Everyone's, I mean, we've all done that. <laughs> and I feel like going into high school is such a perfect example of, like, I'm going to be someone else. <laughs> that, well, I the other, change the old me Jake what I loved about you is you're like in high school whenever you got new clothes it was like a whole change of the wardrobe and like that week you just run through everything that you had just gotten and it was like it was always like progressively more and more like either eccentric or you know there's like pineapples on the shirts which like that wasn't Jake Jake was just wearing plain, huh? plain well. t-shirts with the rest of us I only finally got the confidence to wear the button-down shirts. It was like um, when we had it was it was um it was like a, it was like a themed dress day and it was like preppy day or whatever. So I just wore some like purple button-down. It was like a dressy type shirt, like not even like whoa, that was that's sick. <laughs> and then it was my history teacher at the time. He just like gave me a quick comment. Class was ending or. It was during class. He's like, "That looks really good. You should like. You should. You know. You should wear. You should wear stuff like that more." And I was like, "You mean it?" And coming from such a cool guy, like, <laughs> just thought like, "Wow, oh my god, he thinks this much of me." He's also the same teacher that I had a class right after lunch, and I remember someone was letting me have like some French fries that they had gotten from McDonald's, and I was just taking handfuls and just shoving them in my mouth. <laughs> he stopped class just to say. You know, those french fries aren't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, he was a bully. Kind of a, oh, he's definitely a bully. That's, yeah. That, <laughs> that's like, that's a brutal thing to say to a kid. Yeah, that's that entire page. That's that entire page, that CCA. <laughs> that's how you inadvertently give of. someone an, an eating disorder. <laughs> <laughs> and look at me now. I'm 150 pounds soaking wet. 6'5", <laughs> 150, baby. But lean, lean and chiseled, just, oh. <laughs> An Adonis of a man, I'll say. All right, so human mutilation. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> uh, cock and ball torture. <laughs> That's something that we do, Mom. <laughs> Mom, Dad, Grandma. I hope uh, you're enjoying <laughs> all right so why are we doing a podcast jake why are we why are we doing a podcast for me why is why is anyone doing a podcast <laughs> why are we creating another podcast that is going to go into the 
dark, expansive ether that is the world of podcasts right now. Because we want to monetize our friendship. Yeah. Right? We just want to make money. Dylan and I have a Dylan and I have a thing going, and I'm gonna to try to milk it for all that it's worth. And then once we get any sort of deal, I am going to um let the money and the fame go to my head, and then I'm gonna ditch him and initially do a podcast on my own. As time goes by though, I'm gonna realize, holy shit, without my buddy here. You're nothing. All the money, the fame, the women. <laughs> and then the meanwhile, sex, the drugs, the rock and roll. It's, it's not meanwhile, I'm going to make just an absolute power shift. I'm going to transfer over to YouTube where the real money is. <laughs> I'm going to drop a bunch of merch. I'm going to tell everyone <laughs> to hit subscribe. Meanwhile, <laughs> you're going to start working at uh, a bowling alley and doing a small <laughs> podcast on your own that you record uh, in your mom's basement because you have to move back home. Because I fucked you over with the contracts. Mm-hmm. And, and they'll make a documentary day, about you and just you'll just write me off in it. <laughs> and then one day you're just going to be uh, polishing the bowling pins. And it's going to be after closing time, obviously. And <laughs> you're going to hear the door open. And you don't even look up. And you're like, the lanes are closed. <laughs> and then you're going to hear some voice that you <laughs> from the past. Even for an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> as you whip out a $20 bill from your back pocket oh my god it comes full circle but why Why are we doing a podcast actually other than well, I, just, I think we've just been into it we just gave we? them a, a look to really? the future of what's going to happen <laughs> uh, well, can we, can I we do, feel let's like do it. Oh, go ahead. Because I was going to say we could do a role play scenario where, or a future scenario where I get to be the documentarian or the ones that they make documentaries about. And Ooh. and then we're both being interviewed. And then in the process of being interviewed, we realize how much we always loved each other. And then the mm-hmm. interviewer's mm-hmm. like, well, guess what? And then he pushes a button on the wall and a curtain drops. And we're, we've been sitting back to back the whole time <laughs> recording our interviews with each other. It's like Spongebob. Pink. Yellow. (laughs) Pink! You do care. (laughs) So yeah, why are we doing this? Within the past couple years, you know, podcasting has like boomed. It's just exploded. And I've always loved it and I've always really enjoyed it. And so like part of me was always like, oh, that'd be cool to maybe do one one day. But I don't know. I was always kind of like intimidated at the idea a little bit. But it's also like we're going to start. And then... Well, if you can't already tell, Jake is going very in-depth as to why he wants to get into podcasting. So we figured we would take this time to introduce you all to one of our favorite new sponsors, Baskin Robbins. Remember the sheer joy you got as a child when you got picked up from school and your parent told you that you and your sibling were going to go get some ice cream? And not just any ice cream, but Baskin Robbins, where your palate was never left unsatisfied by their 31 amazing flavors. You know what? Come to think of it, I always liked Cold Stone like way more than Baskin Robbins. Ah, man. You're right. Fuck it. Today's episode is brought to you by Cold Stone, the company whose weird, like it, love it, gotta have it sizing system has to be considered a contributing factor to the chain's recent decline. That and probably the fact that they definitely did not properly refrigerate their ice cream. That shit was always way too melty in the display case. But goddamn those toppings. 
I was always a gummy bears guy myself. And boy, I was a sucker for their midnight madness. Goldstone is generously offering our listeners the ability to purchase some of their lovely ice cream if they can actually find a Goldstone storefront. Seriously, they used to be everywhere. What the fuck happened to all their stores? Just go into a Goldstone near you and say, I don't think this ice cream is going to fit into my back pocket at checkout for 15% off your order. Efficacy of this offer may vary from store to store. And would you look at that? Looks like Jake is just about done talking out of his own ass, so let's check back in. So, yeah. I don't know. Does that answer any sort of question? Yeah. Why are we doing it? Yeah, yeah, because we're doing it because we're doing it. Yeah, I feel like most of the reason, too, why I wanted to do it with COVID going on now, too, and me currently living alone in the Bay Area, I need someone to talk to, and I'm just too lonely all the time. Well, I mean, yeah, no, I, I actually... Like but no, like I feel, I feel like it's mainly like, I don't know. I feel like we never talk enough, anyways. Like yeah. every time we do, like call each other or something or see each other back home, it's like, why the fuck don't I call Dylan more? Yep. And that's and even like I'm thinking back to the last time we hung out, which was right before you left for that trip, and there was probably three days before. And I remember it's like, all right, I'll probably see you before you leave. And then it just didn't happen. And and I blame myself. I blame myself. But it's always like, well, fuck, you know, like I fucked yeah. up because I should have. Um, yeah. But but no, I mean, I I agree. Like when I explain to, you know, family or friends, like just telling them, hey, I think I'm going to start doing a podcast with Jake. It's like, well, well, why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I see it as a good excuse to talk to Jake once a week. So yeah. if that. Hopefully we can say some funny things hopefully we can say meaningful things because i mean i don't want this just to be like i don't know sticking our fingers up our asses and hoping like something happens like i definitely wanted to like obviously have fun and like try to do fun stuff but also like definitely like a good spot space to like yeah like dive into other shit too because, I mean, we kind of, I mean, we were joking around about it in the beginning, like, this is a podcast about everything, but, like, definitely want to talk about music, definitely want to talk about movies, because, like, music and, like, entertainment, I feel like is a, just a solid pillar of, like, our friendship. Menu. Yeah. Yep. Well, all right. I guess we can get into, let's think, let's think, what are some things that, when it comes to music, what have we bonded over? Because it's funny how I've... And throughout college, like I'll meet people and I think, oh, they're like Jake, like just based on the music <laughs> that they listen to. Like one of my roommates at Penn State, he had all these vinyl records and it was like Flower Boy. Um, there was like some Travis Scott mixed in there. Uh, who else did he like? Not Arctic Monkeys. I know that's like all throughout middle school. I heard about Arctic Monkeys through you and Tommy. But I just remember like his in- his initial taste in music just from what I saw. I was like, oh, I bet you him and Jake have like the same spotify playlist or the same the same youtube search history like knowing that we both (laughs) like we all like kyle or you know good neighbor stuff things like that logan and jake paul like we're subscribers (laughs) i don't know all the like the hip youtube people anymore cody co i like him he's good yeah i yeah i'm not into really anything yeah. Anymore, yeah. I just keep on rewatching old videos. <laughs> I don't have any drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the light inside this shell of a man is dying I, out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just look back at I just I just watch new videos and say how like that person is copying Kyle or they're copying Beck or they're <laughs> back to the music though. I feel like most of what we overlap on is like rap. Like we have like our little Venn diagram. Like most of what's in the middle is definitely like late nineties or like nineties rap. I feel like you know it way more than I do. I know some stuff, and then like later two thousands maybe. Yeah, because I I I feel like I got really into I got really into Biggie and like N.W.A. in eighth grade, and that was kind of like where I started when it came to rap. And then I remember you really liked um, like Dr. Dre, The Chronic. And that was something I hadn't listened to. So then you expanded my horizons on that. Then we definitely bonded over, um, like when Kendrick came out with Good Kid, Mad City, that was something that I, I think every, like you and I, and then pretty much everyone that we hung out with enjoyed that. But then I was going to say like, then listening to Tyler, especially early on when he was very, very dark. And it was like that initial shock factor. You're kind of like looking around mm-hmm. at your friends, like, do we like this? Like and, Dublin and that shit. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, because even the kids that really, really liked Tyler initially from the get-go, it's like, the, the kids that were like buying his merch, it's like, I don't know if I'm like that because I don't skate or, you know, like for whatever reason, I was yeah, comparing like, myself. Yeah, so like much, so much of it was like Odd Future and like that whole like brand, you know, of like... Supreme, just wearing <laughs> all the gear. <laughs> I don't know about like Supreme, that's not what I was getting at, but like... Just like, like when you look at, um, like if you watch like, like Loiter Squad, this the like wild, crazy, loud, you know, not caring kind of thing. And like that translated to his music very well of like, you know, he was always like one of the songs, what is it? It's the, it's the opening song on Goblin where he's like talking to his therapist. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you I'm Tyler. <laughs> I'm not a rapist. I don't fuck children. I don't kill people. Like that whole like uh, edgy and extreme like mentality. Yeah, I definitely looked like I think once we got over that initial hump, then it was like, all right, we like Tyler. But then because for the most part, you I'd say because I was always into rap music and then you really liked all more alternative stuff than I did when it came to like Arctic monkeys pushing, trying to push that on me in eighth grade. And I, not that I, like, I never got into it. I just appreciated a couple songs, but never did like my homework. I'm an idiot too. Really quickly. That, that song is called Goblin. Oh, what's Goblin? <laughs> what's the intro song of Goblin called? Goblin. Well, I was going to, I'm thinking back to like now even going further, like senior year of high school was when To Pimp a Butterfly came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember you and I sneaking to our cars during we had video filmed together and we just like came up with some random excuse why we needed to film something in our car just so that we could sit and listen to like the first few songs of the album and just blare them on your speakers and i remember like kind of looking yeah look both ways before you cross my mind <laughs> and i remember just like like the wubbing of that first track on the album and then here you and i were just like looking at each other like this is gonna be good um, <laughs> i love i love that album so much We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. 
Are you tired of the mundaneness of everyday life? Is the boss man working you too hard at the job? Or has your family been getting on your nerves lately? If so, you may want to schedule an appointment with your doctor and ask them about needle drugs today. What are needle drugs, you might ask? Well, needle drugs is an umbrella term that applies to any drug that can be injected intravenously. That means into your bloodstream. Wow! Needle drugs include, but are not limited to, heroin, cocaine, methamphetamines, ecstasy, ketamine, and PCP! Needle drugs have been found to help with certain symptoms such as a wife that won't get off your back, bills that just won't stop, long work commutes, Mondays, and even boring water cooler conversations. So get out there and see what needle drugs can do for you. Thanks, needle drugs! Some side effects of needle drugs include dry mouth, warm flushing of the skin, heavy feeling in the arms and legs, nausea and vomiting, severe itching, clouded mental functioning, and most importantly, a good time. Do we have something to offer? No. Maybe that's, is that something we should yeah, go into? Do we actually have something to offer? Do we talk about who we are as people and where we are in life? Is that worth it? Because if um, we're thinking, if we're thinking of short term, the only people listening to this are our friends and our family who <laughs> we send this to and hopefully spread around on like, oh, hey, check this out. But, you know, like I said, when it blows up one day and people are like, ah, I've heard about this back pocket podcast. It's been it's been uh, up in the charts for the past 15 years in Apple podcasts. Why don't I finally check them out? Start from day one. I know. I've, I was thinking about that with Rogan. Like, not that I love Rogan, but I was thinking, I wonder what his first podcast sounded like, considering he's got you know over a thousand now. Dude, he's he's over like fifteen hundred now. Yeah, and that's well what happens. You know, when you do a podcast like almost every day. Yeah, it's such a crazy thing to think of, like getting to that point. Well, I was gonna say, I was just thinking about um the Die Town podcast with Mulaney and Kroll, oh, like God. how they started kind of mocking. In one of the episodes, they mocked, you know, like their fan club and, and like just just the idea of like having a, a wildly successful podcast. Where yeah, you, podcast. Yeah, you've got something where you actually have like fans and followers. It's like, wait, I could only think of Rogan. Like, what's what other really big podcasts are out there? Because everything else seems so topical. Where it's I mean, like, I feel like the really big people in podcasting. It's like all like the murder, like true crime, murder shit. mystery. Yeah, I know Mark Marin is super huge. Yeah. WTF? Yeah. I mean, some of the, like, the ones I listen to, I listen to, like, uh, uh, Conan's podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, really good. Um, this comedian named Andrew Santino. Yeah, I don't know I if know. you've heard of him. I know who he is. Yeah. Did you watch, did you watch Dave? No, little... I didn't mean, I don't have Hulu, so, yeah, but he, he's on it. it I heard it's a great yeah. show. Um, yeah, I mean, there's only one season, but it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. His podcast called Whiskey Ginger. And then, do you know that, you know, Bobby Lee, you know who that is? I think he's so. Like, like comedian, he was on like Mad TV and yeah, done, yeah, like, yeah. stuff kind of consistently and since then. And like the two of them do a podcast and then Bobby Lee has his own podcast. And then the Bodega Boys, you ever listen to the Bodega Boys? You should check them out. It's just is these it, two guys. Is it them from, too? No, it's these, um, it's these two guys, Jesus and Miro, who I don't know if you've heard of them before. I mean, they, it, sounds, it sounds really familiar. They're like, I think they like met on Twitter or some shit. They're both from like the Bronx and yeah, they just 
two guys from New York having a podcast. I think they have like a show on like Showtime or something. Well, all right. So I was going to say, like, think about that question. Do we actually have something to offer? And then it's like, here, we've just discussed all these random podcasters that are out there that are successful. And it's like, what do they really have to offer? Other I mean, than- everyone I know who I like listed off are like famous comedians who have put in years of dedication, already building a following, honing their craft. <laughs> So wait, so what I'm hearing is that we should hone our craft and then Um what I'm saying is that this podcast is us this podcast is the whetstone to our dull chipped sword that can still cut through it can cut through like a, like bread, like hard bread. Some like warm cheese. Mm. <laughs> Some heated up cheese. <laughs> Some uh, American American craft singles. <laughs> cheese product and it's and it's not a clean cut by the way it's just oh my god disheveled it's tear <laughs> it tears and gets caught just mangled and mashed <laughs> <laughs> more of a blunt instrument than anything right now <laughs> but it'll get there but yeah i mean I, I don't know just looking at like thinking about it do those guys really have a whole lot to offer other than being relatively funny having a somewhat unique voice not that i'm not saying that we are relatively funny and that we have a somewhat unique voice even though i am saying i'm saying that. we're fucking hilarious okay no i don't want to i don't want to well i think i that. think our track i think our track record speaks for itself we've done so many comedy specials i mean if you look at our stuff on netflix yeah i mean where does it end Ugh, if you go all the way back to the high school news program that we helped one write episode. the scripts for the sports segment of i mean it speaks for itself we could we could actually read one of those scripts i think i still have them good god maybe someday (laughs) i don't know if i'm ready for that i think what's best about that whole experience was that here you and i had a ton of fun writing the scripts and then usually it just would not get followed through in terms of (laughs) like imagine yeah just having like no we gave no say to john the, the main anchor in terms of like what went into it. We just showed it to him, told him it would be funny. And then he just refused to do half the things that we suggested <laughs> or wrote in there. And so then it would just become this like watered down version of what we wrote. And then it got to the point where you and I basically just pulled each other aside and said, what if we did one of the episodes? And we, we just so poorly wrote him out, like in terms of, yeah, he's just going to be lost this week. We're just going to say John's lost. And then we had to do the episode and we're gonna for take him. Over. And it was amazing. I remember like walking through, remember how we were walking through campus that day and all these people were coming up to us like, Jake, oh my God, Dylan. yeah. They were yeah. like, finally, this is happening. I think someone submitted it in to the academy i think we got an emmy nom like emmy nod for it well it, that was the funny part was that we got an emmy nod but then we didn't even get into uh i can't even remember the it's that small little um film festival sundance, sundance. they didn't Con. yeah they didn't ex- yeah they didn't accept it sundance didn't accept it and yet here we were getting emmy nods yeah and I mean, so i think i think i think considering how young we were that was just a lot to handle and swallow I mean, it is kind of it is kind of sad to think that we went from the highest of highs, and then here I am in a closet in an Airbnb in South, like South Seattle, not the greatest of neighborhoods, but um, it is what it is, and we'll <laughs> fill you guys in on how we got here. But 
<sighs> we'll get there one day. This is all going to be just a recount of our lives. And then we're going to, one day, an episode will just be, and then Dylan sat down in his closet and hit record on his phone. And, and then, yeah. just will continuously loop. Poor, poor me with my, my iPad, my laptop, and my <laughs> iPhone in my dingy closet. <laughs> because that's, yeah, that's the rags to riches story that everyone wants to hear. <laughs> well, what should we get into next? I don't know if we need to get into anything next. Well, we should at least have some sort of, like... We've been up. recording for an hour and a half. I believe that. Um... Speaking of music, though, we did want to have like a little kind of like recurring thing that we at least do once an episode, which is just to recommend a song slash album that we either like are currently fucking with, have fucked with in the past. Have fucked with in the past. Let's go. (laughs) You like this song? You know, I have fucked with it before. Yeah, let's just what we could do is let's say um, do like the song that you're burning out right now. Yeah. Like the song that you're just constantly listening to and you know you're not going to like it within a week <laughs> from now. Um, new Billie Eilish song. I fucking very much enjoy. But that's too... We should try to make it more fun than that. You know, I don't want to do stuff that you've heard of. Um, how about... Ooh. Uh, the Gorillas put out a song. It was a single they put out somewhat recently with Schoolboy Q. And it fucking bangs. The beginning of it sounds weirdly like it could be like like a Halloweeny song, <laughs> like it's like Halloween esque, um, but it's really fucking good. So it's called Pac Man by Gorillas, uh, featuring Schoolboy Q. That's gonna be mine. Very good. Oof. All right, it's a nice I'll it's go... a nice blend of Gorillas, which is like super good, you know, alternative, and then that's Q's uh, verse on it is very nice. Well, I have to listen to that. I I was gonna say. Whenever you mention the gorillas, that is like early on infancy. My my listening, uh, my music listening career starts in like third grade. That's like one of my first CDs. I like the song Feel Good Inc. And my dad knew that. Yeah. And like every time I liked a song, my dad just like thought, okay, he likes that band. So therefore I'll get him this CD for Christmas. That's cool. So I got gorillas. Yeah. Kids with guns and yeah. ended up listening to that nonstop in third grade. Um, feel so. Good. Yeah, so respect to the gorillas. But let's go. Um, This morning I woke up and saw that the Flatbush Zombies just had just did an NPR music Tiny Desk concert. Ooh, I did see that. I was meaning to check it out. So those are my guys. I love Flatbush Zombies. And the three songs they did, two of them were newer and like kind of softer. And so the the concert in general, it's acoustic, like most of the Tiny Desk concerts. So it's actually really cool to see how I'd say that the zombies, Flappers Zombies, are very like grungy, kind of more yeah. 90s rap, even though yeah. they're current day. But that's grimy. Um, grimy. Yeah. Michi Darko, grimy. But the three songs that they performed, they either did like a little like lighter rendition or the two newer songs are a little bit softer. But I think for the general public, um, I don't know. Just in general, I, I know listening to uh, listening to different interviews with them, I think a lot of people are turned off by just the name Flatbush Zombies. Like it scares people away for whatever reason. So why I would just, I listen I, to dead people? Well, why would I? Well, I know like my 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 parents, I have one Flatbush Zombies T-shirt and it's like 
I don't know. I just feel like my dad looks at it sideways and just thinks it's like very out there. But yeah, I'd recommend listening to that just because, or at least checking it out. It's 17 minutes long, so would require quite a bit. I I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck. I, I like, I'm not the biggest fan of theirs. Not like I don't like them, but I only, the only like music of theirs I know is, um, vacation in hell is that what that album's called yeah which like like, oh my god i love that album so much that's like i feel like up there in terms of like my favorite rap albums but i never listened to their earlier stuff yeah and i'd even add like first time i listened to vacation in hell because i already liked all their prior stuff that is like definitely a little there's there's more of an alternative influence on that Mm -hmm. because they have a song they have a song in there with um um, Uh, portugal the man yeah, Portugal yeah. the Man. And so I think like a lot of people listen to that and like we're introduced to Flapper Zombies that maybe don't normally listen to rap. Mm-hmm. But just in general, that that album as a whole is definitely a lot lighter than 3001 Lace Odyssey, which is maybe a little more trippy. But before that, mixtape Better Off Dead is like by far my favorite work of theirs. And then I... the... Continue. Go ahead. No, you, you, you go. Uh, I was going to say, no, yeah, better off, better off Dead, very, very, very grimy, like New York, boom bap. But, and before that, Drugs, Death, Reincarnation, Under God's Supervision, another good. That's their first mixtape, but both of those I enjoy a ton. So then I had kind of a love-hate relationship with Vacation and Hell, where like yeah. I loved it at first. Anytime, anytime an artist you like releases new music, you're like infatuated by it for the first few listens, and then I kind of burnt myself out on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard about the album. Well, and, like, and you have our, you our have, friend. Our friend Jacob is a big fan of them, and like, and what and he probably said, oh, they kind of sold out, or it's. I don't think he said they sold out, but he was just like, it's definitely like a departure of what they had done before. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it wasn't necessary. You're not like you weren't guaranteed to love this album if you were a Flatbush Zombies fan, from what I heard. But mm-hmm. I was not, so I loved it. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, I jumped I rem- on the bandwagon. <laughs> I had I had just been uh, when that album came out. I was visiting Alex in Madison, Wisconsin, and I was flying back like the day I decided to finally like check out the album and listen to it. So I just listened to it nonstop on the plane, and like I remember like at points I was like moved to tears or like nearly moved to tears. I like was really enjoying it, of course, and then um yeah just played it a ton and then kind of looked back and was like wait i think i like the old stuff more but it's still good tears because you liked it because you fucked with it so much yeah well if you listen to that album as like a whole it like some of the songs so nice yeah well yeah because it's got the um and granted i was like pretty hungover because i was drinking the entire night before and then hopping on an airplane so maybe that's why i was was just really overly emotional but but like I mean, you know, the, like the seagulls that are in like some of the, the background of some of the songs and like it's just like such a most of their stuff uh, up until that point was very dark. And so for them to have like this uplifting music and this theme of like there's a song dedicated to ASAP Yams about like his death and how Michi just like. Is that the wanted... one at 12 he's on? Uh, no, I don't know. No, no. I stopped getting high once we lost Yams. He was dead in 92. Anyways, but yeah, I think it, and it ends, it ends in like a very like uplifting manner. The last song in the album. With Denzel. Yeah, with Denzel. And I remember seeing like as soon as that album came out, there was a tweet. Denzel said, 
y'all thought I was going to be yelling on that track <laughs> because he like raps somewhat normally. Dude, I uh, he's so damn good. That is yeah. for another time. Yo. 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 All you listeners are getting a look into the process. We can call this I fucks with this or I fucks with it. I fucks it. with it. I fucks. F U. We could do K S cuz that's pretty sick or C K S. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Heavy, <laughs> with, I'm just I, forgot who I, I don't know. We'll work we'll workshop it. That reminds me. My I mean you were in a frat so Maybe this this is up your alley, but I remember one of my roommates who never listened to like any rap. I mean, I shared a room with him, never heard him listen to any rap. And then meanwhile, um, I'm not sure what they're called. Like interview, there was just interviews mm-hmm. with fraternity brothers, right? Like when you're first joining, when, or when you're yeah, when, you're when a pledge is joining, and they, yep, and they came. So a couple of these pledges came over to interview a few of my roommates, and I'm just sitting in my room listening to them oh, in the, interviews. the living room. Yeah, yeah. that's when. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. You have to like get to know the other yeah. guy. And so one of the questions, one of the questions that they had prepared was who's your favorite rapper or something like that? Or what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> and I just remember my roommate goes, he goes, I really fuck with uh, ASAP. His, uh, his flow is just insane. And I was like, I lost it. I lost <laughs> it. Just thinking like, I've never heard you listen to ASAP. You should have the gone out there. It just made him look like an idiot. <laughs> Well, I confronted him about it when he came back in the room and he wasn't, you know, like, of course he defended himself. Like, bro, I love ASAP to do it. I just don't always listen to it. Yeah. But I fuck with ASAP heavy, bro. I fuck with it heavy. <laughs> Imagine you had just listened to all 43 minutes of that consecutively and it just <laughs> got to that point. Yeah. And your reaction would be? Uh, hey, that wasn't bad. <laughs> I'll say I'll, I think because I mean listening through it it's not great I will admit that I think it's good I think that there are parts of it that are good like we have some solid parts in it but you know it was the first go yeah I mean I'm I'm willing to say anyone that's made it this far uh, thanks for your patience and sitting through my likes and ums and my long thought processes and some of our very strung out jokes because those happen. Hopefully you like them. <laughs> um, I noticed one of the things I noticed with myself is just my pure, I was, I was smiling so much while I was talking and I could hear it listening back mm-hmm. and it just annoyed me for whatever reason. You could so hear yourself smiling. I could hear myself smiling or or I do this thing where I laugh at my own jokes before I get to the punchline, which frustrates me. It's because they're funny. Hopefully. Um, well, aside from getting rid of likes and ums, what are some things, Jake, that you want to improve, impo- improve upon on some future episodes? Good question, Dylan. For me, the likes and ums were, yeah, <laughs> a big part. Uh, well, like, but like, uh, uh, you were like... Um, yeah. Like, that's what makes you like you. So just kind of slowing, uh, not slowing down the talking, but just just going with it, not needing to fill the, the blank space. And then having more inflection when I speak, because I think I started picking it up later on, but when it first started, I just felt like I was kind of like, uh, uh, like an idiot. And I didn't like it. 
and it made it was made me uncomfortable listening to it. So, and that's not you, man. I'm gonna put more put more pep in it for everybody. Yeah, you're a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. I have fun. Oh, wh- another thing I'd. I don't know how like critical this is, but I did these weird like. It was oh, it was like, when I was like doing of... when I was doing like an uncomfortable voice or whatever. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just go. Uh, this is kind of like this. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, because we're way too critical of ourselves, but... Yeah, hyper-focused on our own voices. Oh my god. Yeah, made me just, like, cringe internally. So, gonna not do that, unless everyone liked it. Yeah, well, I guess that that brings up a good point. Anyone that's listened this far, definitely suggest things that you'd like to hear. Feel free to send a text if you have our personal numbers, or... If not, um, Dylan's is 858. 353. That's not even accurate. Mm, My bad. You're off. You're off. (laughs) You don't know it by heart. It says a lot about you. I know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I agree with that, though. If you're down, helpful criticism is always good. Constructive feedback. It won't hurt our feelings, be honest. Because this is, I mean, this is something that we want to keep doing. And if we're just making shit that it's just painful and weird to listen to, then that's not good for any of us. And we're never going to be able to monetize this if we can't get it off the ground. Just give up already. What are you doing with your time? Yeah. And then the last thing, we need to figure out our outro. And so rather than think of something ahead of time and be more professional about it, we thought we would do it while recording, figuring it out. Just to give everyone, give everyone the peek behind the curtain, see how we do this into the, the inner workings of our of our creative sides. Because that's what all of this has been. It's just been a giant spit sesh. Mm-hmm. Nothing planned out. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is an onion, and peeling stop, it back, stop peeling right it there. back, stop right keep there. peeling it back. You're gonna learn more about us. Keep peeling it back, pocket. Yeah. <laughs> That's an outro. There Call we go. it an outro. My my idea was that we both in sync, which will be very hard because we're doing this over Zoom and it's already been a problem of us trying to sync things up, but we would at the same time say um something like and keep us in your back pocket. Here, you ready? One, two, three. And keep, keep us, us in, in your back your, pocket. Yeah. Hold, wait, wait, wait. One, two, three. Keep, Keep us, us in your... What? It's it's off. I'm saying... Because that's the thing. I'm saying it exactly when you are, but since it's, there's like half a second delay... Wait, try it again. One, two, three. Keep us in, Keep your, us back in your back pocket. pocket. Did that work for you? Yeah, that's not bad. See, I started yeah. early on that one. Do you have an idea? Because now, no, that, we, now that we've done that out loud, I don't really like it that much. <laughs> There is no good outro. We could just we love, be we love normal about it, yeah. Make sure to hit subscribe. Smash that like <laughs> button. Make sure to tell all your friends and do all of our marketing for us. <laughs> be on the lookout for our Instagram, Twitter, email, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn. 
MySpace. Um, Did you say Facebook? Facebook. Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> we'll be selling personal items to get this off the ground. Like a used sock. Mm, a used sock, if you want. Well, let's put everyone out of their misery and let's stop recording in three, two, one. <laughs> or, going. or we say thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you again next week, whenever that'll be, because this has taken us about a month to edit this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so right. by the time we're consistently putting them out, we will see you next week. You will, we will hear you. We, you will hear us next yeah. week. Love you and always believe in yourself. Okay. Love you no too, matter right? how hard it gets. I know it's I know things are tough right now and it just feels like the world is against you. But you know what they say? When the chips are down and the going get going. And that's all we can ever do, you know? Is just <laughs> keep on keeping on in this that's... crazy race we call life. <laughs> this crazy rat race. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. No accent. That's it. Thank you all. Goodbye. Cut. And now we talk about how that was just such a great success. Yeah, we casually talk. Playing. And we're, yeah, being brought out by that really good song that someone made. And we're just chatting. I think this could be good if we make this uh, You were really good. I don't, I don't think we're, we probably shouldn't.